everyone. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm Florence Bremer. I'm your host. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, wife, grandmother, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. I'm also a lawyer. And that is mainly the content of this podcast, and I'm barreling on my 21st year. The title of this week's podcast is Here We Go Again. We, um, in Arizona and throughout the United States, are having an uptick in COVID. So after things started to reopen in May, I think there was a lot of hope that things would get back to some semblance of normalcy. There was still a lot of things that weren't opening back up again, and that was fine. Um, It seemed like there was a light at the end of the tunnel. It seemed like there was a light at the end of the tunnel for when schools were going to open, when movie theaters were going to open, when travel became safe again, when Disneyland was going to reopen. There was just hope, Um, and, and restaurants were reopening, and... Um, you know, things were starting to get a little bit normal. And then in many states, um, Arizona being one of the biggest one, there's just been so many COVID cases. In Arizona, we have had anywhere between three and about 4,500, I think, being the highest in the last week or two, a day of COVID cases. Thank the Lord, it seems that the death percentage is down, so that is good, but there's still all these concerns, and now here we go again. So Governor Ducey in Arizona is putting a lot of restrictions on everything for at least 60, I'm sorry, 30 days so far. Um, There will be a delay in school openings. There will be a um, closing of nightclubs, gyms, Um, I think a lot of restaurants are going to go back to to go-to-go, but I feel like there's a good chance they'll be mandated that they'll be back to to to-go if this all continues. And here we go again. That's all I can say. I'm really, really starting to feel uh, nostalgia for the stuff that I miss. I am so thankful that I did the travel that I did last year where I took many trips that were usually just at the most four days. But I got to go to Denver. I did conferences in Denver, New Orleans, um, spent a couple days in San Francisco. Um, What else? Twice went to New Orleans, uh, was in Mardi Gras last year, uh, spent some time in Seattle during the summer when it was so hot in Arizona. I went to Coronado Island with my family, just a sample of what I did. And I really look back on those memories with so much longing and nostalgia. I can remember being on a trip and and like having like a little bit of complaints about it. Like, oh, I'm so busy. I really don't have time for this. I'm so tired because I've been walking all day. And that just sounds wonderful right now. I'm missing the ocean a lot. Um, In the last couple of years, I had a chance to um, 
stay in Coronado and stayed right on the ocean, stayed on the beach in Coronado and would start to like feel like myself again, you know, get out of the heat, have a change in climate, all of that. None of that this, this summer though. And I also miss my holiday weekends. I had a definite routine for holiday weekends. Holiday weekends, I would spend, I would see tons of movies because lots of people would be traveling. So the movie theaters were very unbusy and I might go see two movies in a day um, and then go back the next day and see another movie and don't have that right now. And then also eating in restaurants when it was the holiday weekend because um, it just was uncrowded. <laughs> and I, I don't think I said it this episode, but as I record this, it's actually July 4th. So it is a holiday weekend. So all of that's been very much on my mind. So I want to talk to you about my week again and tell you just sort of things that I've been dealing with and and tips for trying to get through some of this and some of the challenges I've been having. So um, I recorded, I think I recorded last Saturday. So on Sunday, my plan was to work and I just had a day where like a lot was kind of going on with the family and then I sat down in the evening to work and could not log into my office computer. So I use a program called Go to My PC and it works great, but the problem is is if your remote computer is having an issue, you can't log into it. And it must have I must have been having internet connectivity problems during the weekend or perhaps um there were updates that were done. I've seemed to find that if there are automatic updates, that for a couple of hours, the computer is kind of playing catch up. And so those were on Sunday, and I, I had to go to the office and reboot. I go to the office and I reboot, and I made such an amateur mistake, which was make sure you can you can connect using Go to My PC. But the computer was working great, so it seemed fine to me. But for whatever reason, it wasn't. So I came all the way back home, went to log in, couldn't log in. So I went back to the office, had to do a full reboot, and checked, made sure I could connect, and then um, went back home and worked until very late. And then on Monday, I planned to work from home, same thing, trying to log in had a problem, asked uh, my people at the office to kind of run like the quick troubleshooting that generally helps me get on. That wasn't working, so I came into the office and rebooted. So I just felt that I was running behind um, immediately. And I have to tell you, I have been having tech issues galore. It seems to me that the internet providers are just overtaxed. Everyone is on the internet all the time, streaming, working, Zoom calls. I mean, there has to be issues, and there is. And I have um, voice over IP phones, and sometimes my internet connectivity will just disconnect those phones. So I've just 
had a week of like that going on. I will tell you what I noticed, which tells me that I think it is the system being overtaxed, is that at the end of the week, when I think people were starting to maybe cut out for the holiday, I'm not really sure what people are doing. I don't know if they went out of town or if they went camping or what. We stayed in town and I really didn't talk to anyone who had plans to go anywhere. But um, at the end of the week, things were working pretty flawlessly. So on Tuesday or on Monday, after I got my tech issues resolved and I had a ton of Monday appointments, like from the morning until the afternoon. And around five o'clock, I realized I have not done anything. I haven't gotten anything done. So I brought home work and I worked till 10 p.m. And then on Tuesday, um, so I left the office, let's say about 4.30 p.m. And then I got to the office on Tuesday, um, worked at home in the morning, got to the office on Tuesday, maybe 10 or 10.30, eight messages. So eight messages in a a little bit over a 12-hour period where most of that is time where people should be home sleeping. So that has been something that's been a lot. Telephone messages are a lot. I think that has been the preferred choice for people to reach out. They call and they're very hopeful they can talk to someone right away. Uh, okay. Um, I felt kind of draggy all week too. Not necessarily sick, but just tired. I'm up early, I'm working all day, I have like these home commitments, I have these work commitments, I fall into bed exhausted, and on Wednesday at 7 p.m., I laid down in bed, I told everyone I'm exhausted, and I went into bed to read, and I'll talk about what I'm reading, what I've been kind of obsessed with for the last week in a moment, but I was dragging, and Probably about 15 minutes into reading, I fell asleep. And then I woke up at 8. It was sort of a cat nap. So I wake up, it's all dark. <laughs> and then I um, took out my contact lenses and um, brushed my teeth and went uh, back into bed, read some more, read probably for another hour, and then back to sleep. But that's how exhausted I was, that I had to lay down at 7 o'clock. I do have a cute grandson story. So I take him for a walk every morning. Um, I'm finding that with the heat of the sun and, and now we're starting a heat wave, you got to get out by five or six. Like there's no way uh, about around it. And he, he likes his walks. And so yes, a couple days ago I was loading up the stroller, put some water in there for him, some snacks. And he was running around and he was just kind of tearing through the house. He likes to go into the pantry and, and pull things out, so I have to make sure the pantry door is closed. And he was running around like crazy, and then um, I said, come on, Adam, let's go for your walk. And he stopped what he was doing and walked over to me and held his arms up, and my heart melted. Like, he's listening. That's so cute. Okay, so then on Thursday, it's a day where I am anticipating that I can get some work done. And I have a case just blow up, just completely blow up. And it's a long story, and 
frankly, it's probably kind of boring, but it took my day where I should have been working on other things and had to put out the fire on this. Ended up getting resolved. Uh, but yeah, you know, things like that can just really take your best laid plans and, and throw them out the window. So also my other plan too was I had a some corporate documents that I've been trying to read for a whole week. Reading documents at my office is pretty much pointless. I really need to go home and do it. Or um, I used to go to coffee shops in the old days. Um, but one thing I'll do is um, I still am getting a pedicure about twice a month. And I'll bring work with. I wear my mask, bring my work. can actually get a ton of work done in about an hour and a half. And so that was my plan on Thursday to go get my nails done. I ended up leaving the office about 4.30. I did go, and it was a great time to go because everybody had was already done for the day, but it wasn't what I had planned. So it just pushed me off several hours, got home late on Thursday, and it's rough. It is like so rough when you are working with a schedule and you have a laundry list of stuff to get done, and the phone call comes in, and it's like, nope, that's not what's going to happen. And you, you definitely have to divert, have to reset your expectations. So how I reset my expectations was basically I'm taking, I took a bunch of work home for this weekend. And it's Friday afternoon as I record this, and I haven't done any of it. So I think that'll be um, probably my Saturday night and a big chunk of Sunday. Um, but Friday, my, I was trying to take the day off. Like Friday, the courts were closed. I had court hearings that were scheduled throughout the week and still the adjustment of doing everything by video or phone. It works fairly well. I'll give an update on that. It works fairly well, but I also feel like it's hard to get business done. Um, Sometimes you don't hear the judge great. Sometimes the judge doesn't hear you great. And um, I had two calls where there were new attorneys on the case that I didn't even know about prior to the calls. And if we were there in person, I maybe could have met the people in advance and probably got some more business done. But instead, it's just a, a disembodied voice on the phone of someone that I've never met before. And on one of the calls, the person disappeared, so I never found out who they were. And I said, Judge, if you can put in the minute entry to have that person call me, like we can talk about the issue in this case. Okay, so those are some of the challenges with, with court. But then Friday the 3rd was technically a holiday. So there was still mail, and I think the banks were still open because things that were open on Saturday just closed on Saturday. So like today is Saturday, there's not going to be mail. But a lot of things that weren't op that aren't open on the weekend closed on Friday. That was their holiday. So that was the courts and probably tons of other government offices. So I considered it a day off. And several weeks ago, I bought tickets for something at the zoo called Cruise Through the Zoo, where you pay a price for your car load, $60 if you're not a member of the zoo, I think. Don't quote me on that. 
but it was, I'm a member of the zoo, so it was $50. It was a little bit of a savings. So I bought my tickets on Friday the 3rd, thinking that is a perfect, perfect day to go. There was, the fireworks have all been canceled. We usually do those on the evening of the 3rd, have everyone over. And um, instead, I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to do this cruise through the zoo. And five of us got in the car and we went. It was my son-in-law, my daughter, my youngest daughter, and, and the baby, my grandchild. And we drove to the zoo. The, I'll say, I don't, I'm trying not to complain, but I am going to complain. It could have been done a little bit better. They had a thing where you basically get in line and you just wait for the cars to go. The cars drive four miles an hour through the zoo. It seemed to me like maybe they sold too many tickets. Probably also, honestly, we probably could have gotten an earlier start. You can get in line anytime from 7 to 11, but you have to be in line by 11 a.m. And I was really pushing for an earlier start, but um, everyone else, you know, they had stuff going on. And we didn't get out the door until probably 10 after 10. So we were one of the last cars in line. There was maybe like 20 cars that came after us. And before us, there was a, a very, very long line. So that was disappointing because we like sped to the zoo, no problem. And then it was hurry up and wait. And the process to get in was very slow. And the rules are you can drive four miles an hour through the zoo. And I think if people would have been driving pretty consistently, it would have been a much slower wait or a much shorter wait. But instead what happened, and I can understand, people are excited, no one gets to do anything, but people would park for a while. And you can't get out of your car, but people had their sunroofs open and their kids were out and would kind of sit there and then it would just get backed up. So there was an audio program and we were always ahead or we the audio program was always ahead, so we would shut it off and then play it as we got closer. So to drive through it all um, probably took like a solid hour, which is a lot of time for the baby to be in the car. The good news was because we were going so slow, basically zero, we could have him out of the car seat. And um, for a while, he stood on my daughter's lap, and then he stood on my lap. So he kind of saw. I don't know. You know, he's one. I don't know how much he understood we were doing. But uh, we got to see elephants and lions. And it's not like a safari where the cars are right up to you. You're just literally driving past their paddocks. Um, we saw the flamingos, had a great view of the flamingos, the zebras, the giraffes. It was fun. It was just something a little bit different. And we brought chips and we brought drinks, thank goodness. Um, but we were starving after it was over because we sort of rushed out before breakfast or people had grabbed breakfast very early in the morning. So it was like well into lunchtime. And then we stopped and got Panera. And it just seemed like it, I don't know. I, I've been having like these issues where you have like these large groups of people all ordering and the orders are just crazy. Like if it's you and your husband and you're ordering, like no problem, you have this tiny bag. But when you're ordering for everybody in the car and then people who are waiting at home, it's just crazy. The Panera order was $80. Like that's insane. 
Um, but there was lots of soups and lots of sandwiches and, you know, fruit cups and um, had, a, had a big giant shopping bag of food. So that was Friday. And then we get back and I say, okay, I'm running to the office. It's the afternoon. My staff's working. I have to check in with them. Um, they both decided to work on Sat um, on Friday. And I'm going to check in with them. I got to see, you know, what mail is there, what messages are there. And this should be fairly quick because by the time um, I, che I had checked my emails in the morning, um, sort of like, okay, I'm going to be preemptive this morning and just hit anything early. And when I checked in the morning, no problem, like no problem. I get there in the afternoon and it's everything, everything, all sorts of messages, all sorts of people calling, um, all sorts of new work that came in. And I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> like you can do this. So I ended up grabbing more projects to take home. I had to put a bunch of projects for my staff and what I thought would be 45 minutes turned into um, three hours. Um, but at least I was there and got that done and feel a sense, somewhat of a sense of accomplishment. And fingers crossed, I get work done this weekend. So that was Friday afternoon. And then I came home and I had a grocery pickup. And before I came home, my daughter said, well, why don't we have um, Uncle Joe over like we usually do on the third? And I said, there's no fireworks. And my middle daughter said, well, why don't we just get one of the packets from the grocery store? And I said, oh, okay, like that's something we can do. So when I picked up my grocery order before I picked it up, I parked and ran into the grocery store and bought a um, $30 box of these fireworks. And I've never done that before, so I really didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was just giant sparklers or, or what it was. And I'm like, okay, $30, that's pretty reasonable. There was one for 80 and there was like one for 10 And I'm like, okay, 30 seems about right. And I really didn't know what it was, but we'll, we'll see. So then my um, brother came over and I put out some light snacks. And um, it was uh, <laughs> nothing fancy, I'll tell you that. I made like the super quickest guacamole. Um, I had some salsa in the fridge. I had some vegan queso in the fridge, so I put together like a chip and queso salsa guacamole platter, and um, I had I had just bought Keebler cookies, like the fudge stripe cookies. I bought the regular and I bought the ones with the coconut, and I took them out of the package and I arranged them on a plate. They were a giant hit, and then I also had some bags from Nuts.com that I had had for a while that had some snacks, like some raspberry fruit snacks and some... Um, vegan marshmallows and some mochi and I made a little platter with that that was a, a hit so um, I made a frozen pizza I made some refrigerated tortellini like it was nothing amazing but it was it was enough and we had some drinks and um, we're dancing you know we put on YouTube we put on videos we were dancing people were requesting songs this is a little tip for a party and and but I would sound, and I'm probably making it sound like it's a huge party. It was, I don't know, 10 people at the most. And we, and it was all family. So 
you can watch videos on YouTube or you can listen to music on YouTube. So different people had different requests. Hey, how about this song? And I get to pick the next one. So it was our little DJ booth up on the TV. And that was fun too. So we were dancing a bit and just having a good time. Oh, the other thing I put out in my little buffet was I had ordered potato chips from the company Zaps, Z-A-P-P apostrophe S. It's out of New Orleans. I always eat their chips there when I'm in New Orleans. And I thought, I'm missing my places. I'm missing their snacks. And I went on Amazon and you could buy a box of individual chips of, I think there was five or six different flavors and I had them delivered and I put those out and those were super popular. So you can make a party with without a whole lot of fuss. And went to bed really late. <laughs> well, for me, it was like 1130. I haven't been up that late in forever. And on Saturdays, I walk. And this time of year, I get up at 430. So I can beat some of the heat. It's, it's hot now. It started at 85. So, um, but I thought, you know, there's no choice. It's not like, you know, in January, I can sleep in and I can walk at eight in the morning or I can walk at 3 p.m. No problem. This time of year, there's one choice. I can walk early in the morning or, or that's it. So um, got up early. The baby actually woke up. He's been on a weird sleeping pattern the last few days. So he was up. I had his snacks ready. I put him in the stroller. And I, I cut my walk short because it was already getting like stinking hot. Like it's starting to get humid. It's hot. And so what I usually walk probably like just shy of five miles. And instead I walked about three and a half. Um, and then got home like right before seven. I'm finding that's the cutoff too, that you got to get home before seven. I think as the, now we're past the summer solstice, so we're going to have less and less sunlight. So there will be times when I start earlier where I'm not, where the, I'll have like a little bit more time before the sun gets too intense, but I'm not there yet. It's only a couple weeks past the summer solstice. So it's, uh, it's sunny. It's hot. The sun is strong. Okay, so that is my week, and take it, take it for what you will. All I can really say again is, it's just like, here we go again. Um, with everything happening, it's like, what do you do to keep your schedule going and to keep things um, somewhat kosher? A tip I'll tell you, and and. For attorneys, this may work, and maybe in another profession, maybe you just have a person that you check in with, like your own coach, or you find someone who can be a coach, but the State Bar of Arizona has been offering weekly coaching sessions, and really it's um, it's not a one-on-one. -on -one. It's a Zoom call. Tons of attorneys can go on there, like as many attorneys as, as you want. You sign up in advance. They send you the code. It's usually happens on Thursdays and uh, for they have a few people who will talk and they'll explain like tips that they've done. They'll usually do a meditation in the beginning and they'll just talk about how they're dealing with COVID, 
how they're dealing with people in the world, which is can be a challenge. There's lots of um, anger when people are in stores. <laughs> There's lots of uh, uh, stress about who's wearing masks, who's not wearing masks, what it means if you wear a mask, what it means if you don't. And people are very amped up right now. So we talk about that as well and like some tips for coaching, for, for, um, for dealing with that. Another thing that they, was very helpful to me this week, which was a great way to end the week, is they talked about the demands that attorneys are facing with, from clients in the courts and home life during COVID. And I really was feeling like it was just me. And to hear other people say, they were basically doing the same thing I was, was great. And the nice thing about um, these coaching sessions, you can actually pipe in and you can talk. I haven't done that, um, but there's the chat feature where you can type out comments, and I've done that. And that's, um, sometimes it just felt, I like did a couple comments and it just felt great to sort of like say what I was doing because there were people were talking about like what their schedules were like and how they were setting up their home offices. A lot of people, I have to say I'm very lucky because I can work at home and I can also work at the office. So it gives me more of a feeling of separation where I have my home office usually in the morning, the office office during the day, and then, you know, sometimes I have to come back and work at the home office again. And I, I'm very interested and hearing how people are doing that. Like some people are turning a bedroom into an office. Some people are just doing it at the kitchen table and spreading out. And I love hearing about that. I think like find that very interesting. I find it very interesting to hear how people are doing their schedules. So if you want to drop me a note and let me how, know how you're doing with that, I'd love to hear it because I... Um, I love hearing it and I love talking about it and I love thinking about it because I think it's part of our new time management. And as you know, my podcast is about time management and to hear how people are managing their time and their expectations and their space during um, this time, I love to hear it. So I'm going to end the podcast with just some things that I've been watching, reading, thinking about, um, to uh, make life a little bit more enjoyable, to make life a little bit more easy. And here's what I got for you. Okay, so a few months ago, I signed up for AMC Premiere, so the channel AMC. And for $25 a year, that's $2 a month, you can use their streaming service. And they you can watch Better Call Saul. They have the Creep Show show, which I really enjoyed. The um, it's called Creep Show, and so it's based sort of on the movies from the eighties, um, but it's a it's a series, and so they have little vignettes like the Creep Show movies, and they were fun. Like my daughter and I, um, my oldest daughter and I, watched it every week. Like that was our our date to watch Creep Show. They have a show that I've been watching uh, sporadically called Dispatches from Elsewhere. It's a super weird show, but very enjoyable and very watchable. 
Jason Segal from How I Met Your Mother is in it, and Sally Field is in it, the um, iconic Sally Field, and um, some other really fun actors as well. There's a show that I've been dying to watch called Quiz, which is about the quiz show scandals, I believe, out of England, and they have just haven't gotten to it yet. But $25 a year. So, obviously, I'm not vacationing this year. So I think of that like, wow, what, you know, I couldn't have done any sort of vacation activity for $25, uh, you know, when I was on vacation. So I, I think of that as like a little break. Um, what else do I got going on? Oh, I'll tell you that I am extremely obsessed with the Betty Broderick miniseries. It's called Dirty John. I think it's called Dirty John Semicolon Betty Broderick, or maybe just Betty. And so um, a couple of years ago, they did the miniseries Dirty John based on the podcast Dirty John. And although Betty Broderick has nothing to do with the Dirty John thing, it's like under the umbrella of the series. So I guess the same people who made the show. And um, if you haven't watched the original Dirty John with Eric Bana and um, the lady with the beautiful hair, I can't think of her name, um, but Google it. And um, if you if you haven't seen that yet, go back and watch it. It is full of surprises and it's a true story. And so I remembered the Betty Broderick story from the 90s about the woman who killed her ex-husband and his new wife and um amanda peet is in the series and um christian slater who i've always loved so i watched the first three episodes on usa the streaming site they were offered for free and i was hooked like so hooked so i don't have cable anymore i do everything by streaming sites um or apple tv or like whatever so or itunes um, so I did the season pass for the Betty Broderick miniseries so I could watch it every week when it's released. And Wednesday has become one of my favorite days of the week because it gets released and I can't wait to come home on Wednesday and, and watch this thing. So I've been watching it and I'm watching it and I'm like, this is really outrageous. Like some of the stuff that's happening, like some of the stuff they're saying, some of the stuff that's happening. And I'm and I'm thinking, is this true or is a lot of this like fictional, fictionalized or is a lot of it fiction? So I um, bought a book through um, iBooks and I wanted the paper book because I've been, you know, I, th I know I've mentioned it before. I have like a little library and I'm filling in some books and my mom doesn't do electronics and if she... A lot of times I'll get it, the actual hard copy of the book because then I can let her read it, um, which I can't do on anything electronic because she doesn't have a source to do that. So I looked at the books on Amazon and they're all out of print and people were selling them for $100. But you could buy them through iBooks or through your Kindle or whatever, you know, probably... I don't know what else. I can't think what else. Oh, Nook. Nook is probably the other one. It's for like $10. So I bought one. And this craziness, the things that are happening, 
they're outlined in the book. And obviously, I suppose an author who's doing uh, a true crime story could, it could, uh, you know, not have the right sources or whatever, but it seems very well researched. And a lot of the statements are taken from court transcripts. So the craziness that's happening in this miniseries appears to have happened. So I was very shocked about that. So every Wednesday I'm excited to see the new episode and I've been just reading the book whenever I can. So that's one thing I have going on. Oh, another thing is I'm so excited to watch Hamilton. I have been chomping at the bit since I saw on Disney Plus that Hamilton was going to be released as a movie on July 3rd. I remember when Hamilton first came to Broadway and I wanted to see it so bad. And of course, you couldn't see it even if you were in New York. And then Lin-Manuel Miranda, he stopped being Hamilton, the writer of it, and who was in the original show too. He stepped away and he let other people fill in. And there's a traveling show and there's other people as well. And I'm sure they're excellent. But I always regretted that I never saw the original. And uh, and I've never seen even one of the traveling ones. And they have it on Disney+. Plus. They filmed it years ago and now you can watch it. And I'm just like so excited about it. That's probably what I'm going to do tonight on July 4th. And I'm very excited about it. Some other stuff I've been doing is um, just doing like little projects around the house that I can do. My husband has had some really big projects going on, so I feel like we're two ships in the night. He's getting ready to list our old house on the market. It was in no shape to be listed when we first moved into the new house, and um he has been painting. My brother has been helping, uh, throwing a ton of stuff away, redoing the yard. Like it's just a lot, and it, it he's been handling it all. But I've been doing little projects as I can do them. And one thing I did, and it was sort of forced on me by my sister-in-law. So I have a, a really pretty closet, and I have my clothes hung up, and I have everything very coordinated. All my dresses are together. All my suits are together. For my shirts, I put all the white together, all the black together, all the gray together, all the pink together. And it was easy to do when I moved here because I was just starting with an empty closet. So I was really able to organize it. And my sister-in-law came in and she said, what is the deal with your hangers? I'm like, what? What's wrong with my hangers? And she said, they're like dry cleaning hangers and cracked plastic hangers. So she um, went and she ordered from Home Shopping Network um, two, two boxes of uh, hangers, and they a lot of them have like the little hooks where you can hang pants. It's like a whole hanging kit, little dust uh, covers for your fancier clothes that who knows if we'll ever be able to wear again, but there's dust covers for those. And um, it took me, this was a project that I did some, a couple weeks ago and it took me several days like I would just put on a podcast with a 15 minute timer and switch out hangers and as I was switching out the hangers I was so embarrassed I had most of my clothes were on dry cleaning hangers bent metal hangers 
um, the most cracked plastic hangers that you've seen in your life that are probably, and I'm not joking, 30 years old. So um, just switched it out and now everything looks beautiful. So that was one project I did. A project that I did yesterday was, so as part of um, getting out of the old house, most of our stuff has been here, but some wasn't um, here. And one thing I had was a, a desk for the library. Um, it was actually, it was a desk, but we had used it as a kitchen table and now we don't need to anymore. Um, we bought the people who lived here, we bought their kitchen table. So I had this desk and I couldn't, I've just been like, couldn't wait for it to get here. So it came yesterday, it was in the library and I just started like decorating the room a little bit, like rearranging the chairs. I moved a lamp that I had from another room in there. I had an office chair in the garage that I think I'll um, replace at some point, but it's a good placeholder for now. It's kind of superbly ugly, so <laughs> I'm anxious to get rid of it. At some point, I think if I just went to Ross and found something, um, that would be really pretty. But for now, I... Um, you know, have the, have it set up as a room and I'm really excited about it. So that led to just other little projects throughout the day. Like I was, you know, went in the laundry room, straightened it up some, um, things like that. So it felt good to get that kind of, those kind of things done. Like it really, really feels good. Another couple of things, and I know I mentioned it before, because we can't go out, because we can't go on vacation, remember what it is that you love about places that you go and see if you can order something online, whether it's a book about the place or food from that area or whatever. So I love Italian food and I love the Rayo's sauces, the R-A-O apostrophe S. There's a super famous exclusive restaurant in New York. I was not able to eat there because you pretty much cannot get into it. Um, I think they basically sell the tables and you have to own a table um, to be able to go eat there. But I've always purchased the sauce and Costco actually has the sauces quite a bit. And then I, but one thing that I have a problem finding is the dried pasta. So I went on the Rayo's website and you can buy boxes of their sauce and you can buy the dried pasta. So I just bought a nice box, an, an assortment that will last us for quite some time. And it was like a hundred dollars and it will be many meals for us. Um, so just something little like that. Like I'm really looking forward to receiving it. I also put in a nuts.com order. Nuts.com is the best place for snacks. You can, if you like M&Ms, you can get a giant bag of M&Ms, like a one pound bag for $6. You cannot get it that cheap in the store. Um, they have vegan candies, if that's your thing. They also have things like coffee and spices. And um, of course they have nuts. And the nuts are so much more economical compared to anywhere else where you can get a huge one pound bag of cashews for $10. Um, 
you can get the pistachios for a cheap price where like say for instance you might get a you know small jar of macadamias for like maybe nine dollars in the store you can get a big bag for twenty dollars um, and it's like ten times more than you get in the nine dollar jar so I highly recommend knots.com and when you put in an order you get it a few days later it's really really quick and so I just put in an order today they have vegan marshmallows which I, I love because I don't like regular marshmallows with the gelatin in them but the vegan ones I love I'll also give you another little tip um, my daughter uh, the oldest one she ordered a new iPad from the Apple Store and I have a credit card um, that gets Apple points so I put it on the credit card and she reimbursed me and right before I clicked um, buy for her iPad she purchased the iPad and the pencil I said wait a minute Apple always has a deal especially as school is starting back up again that if you buy a computer or an iPad that you can get free headphones so in the past uh, several years ago when I bought my MacBook I bought my MacBook for say I think it was 800 and it has saved me so much money because I'm able to take it around and work like this has earned me money like having my MacBook is has been great um, and I've taken it to court with me I've worked on things in bed like it's been a godsend to me um, so that price alone was great but when I ordered it you could get free wireless beats by Dr. Dre and the big ones you know the ones that like cover your whole ear and I had always just used the headphones that came with my phone, the little, you know, white ones that plug in. And I always loved those. And when I got these, I started taking them. Well, first of all, I use them for my show. I'm wearing them right now. Also, when I go on a plane trip, I wear them on the plane. And it shuts out the rest of the noise. In the past, when I would watch a muse, would watch a movie or listen to music or listen to a podcast, I could sort of hear it, but the noise from the plane really drowned it out, even when I had it at full blast. So now I can have it at a low level, and I can still hear it perfectly. So these headphones have been great for me. And at the time, they were three hundred dollar headphones, and I and I got them for free, and it. Like I said, right before I hit pay um, on her order, like I wonder if they have it. And you have to go into the section that says like purchasing for education. And when you purchase them, you get a bit of a discount. It took $20 off her iPad and $10 off her um, pencil. And it added the Air um, Pods the wireless ones, the small ones that go into your ear that are done by Apple for free. They're usually $159. I was considering getting some myself a couple of months ago because I wear the wired ones that um, I have like a small pair, just the ones that go in your ear of the Beats by Dr. Dre and they work great but the wire is always getting caught on stuff. And now that I'm taking my grandson for walks, I'll bend down to talk to him in the stroller. And then the cord gets caught when I come back up. And then the 
I, you know, it comes flying out of the phone and the phone goes down and I'm like, you know what? And now I see why people do the wireless ones. And I always have to keep my phone like close to my body. <laughs> you know, I just can't have it like in the bottom of the stroller. I have to have it tucked into my shirt or basically like two feet down from me on the top of the stroller. So those are free. And she, I told her that they were coming and she's like, I won't use them. You have them. And I was so happy. Like, I'm so happy. I can't wait for these. So that's another little tip too. I want to thank everyone who's been listening. I check the stats every week. I know there's people who are listening in Ireland. There are people who are listening in Burbank, California, Northern California, uh, across the country, Georgia. You know who you are in Georgia. I miss you. And I have to say, I am so touched when I see the stats. Like, I can't believe it. I can't believe that there are people who are taking the time and listening to my podcast. And I hope you get something out of it. I get a lot out of it by being able to talk through what I'm going through. And um, remember, we're all in this together. Hang in there. Thank you again for listening. Oh, let me do my little close. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on my personal Facebook page and my law office Facebook page. You can find my website at brummerlaw.com. I'm also on Patreon. Thanks again. Have a great week. (coughs) 